Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, March 21st. It is a week of history for the United States as Judge Ketanji Brown Jackson's confirmation hearings get kicked off on Capitol Hill today. This moment of history is instantly recognizable because as soon as Ketanji Brown Jackson walked into the Senate Judiciary Committee hearing room today and took her seat, you saw the physical representation of something you've never seen before, an African-American woman nominated to serve on the nation's highest court. Other than the brief announcement of his nomination at the White House, mostly You've just seen video clips of Judge Jackson going in and out of senators' offices over the last many weeks as she's been doing these one-on-one courtesy meetings. Well, today, in her own voice, seated solo at the witness table before the Judiciary Committee, Katanji Brown-Jackson finally got her chance to speak. Today will be the fourth time that I've had the honor of appearing before this committee to be considered for confirmation. Your careful attention to my nomination demonstrates your dedication to the crucial role that the Senate plays in this constitutional process, and I thank you. So just some quick biographical points on who Judge Jackson is. Clerked for Stephen Breyer in the 99 to 2000 Supreme Court term, that is the Supreme Court justice she is seeking to replace. She was at the office of the federal public defender from 2005 to 2007. She was a lawyer in private practice as well. She served on the United States Sentencing Commission from 2010 to 2014. That deals with coming up with the guidelines that judges use in sentencing people who were found guilty of federal crimes. She also was nominated by Barack Obama to serve on the U.S. District Court for the District of Columbia, and that's where she served from 2013 until last year. So real trial court experience there as a judge. And Joe Biden elevated her last year to the U.S. Court of Appeals for the D.C. Circuit. People who sit on that court seem to have a bit of a glide path to the Supreme Court. Just look at Chief Justice John Roberts or Brett Kavanaugh as two recent examples. Judge Jackson is married to a surgeon here in Washington, D.C., Dr. Patrick Jackson. She's got a brother and two uncles who have served as police officers. You're going to hear that again and again as she is going to express her profound respect for law enforcement in this country throughout these hearings. I have little doubt about that. What may be the most fascinating biographical nugget, if you haven't heard it yet, about Katanji Brown Jackson? It's that through marriage, she's related to House Speaker Paul Ryan. The former Republican House Speaker from Wisconsin. So you can imagine some bipartisan family dinners uh, have occurred there. As for today's kickoff of the Senate Judiciary Committee hearings, this is not where we expected to see fireworks just yet. This is just an opportunity for all the senators on the committee to make their opening statements and then for Judge Jackson to make her opening statement. The questioning will begin in earnest tomorrow. But that did not stop the senators from clearly carving out their turf, how they want to frame Judge Jackson. And as you might imagine, in these polarized partisan times in our country, Democrats are framing her by focusing on her incredible pedigree, both in terms of her education, a Harvard-trained lawyer, but also in terms of her service in the judiciary. 
And of course, Democrats are making note of the history-making nature of her nomination and would-be confirmation to the Supreme Court. As for the Republicans, they are trying to craft a narrative that shows Judge Jackson as soft on crime. In fact, just before coming in here to record this podcast, I got press releases from the Republican National Committee and the National Republican Senatorial Committee using that term, soft on crime as part of their framing of Judge Jackson. And this will primarily, it seems, come from two different areas. One, her work where she defended a detainee at Guantanamo, which even today you heard some Republican senators referring to her defense of terrorists. And then you have what Republican Senator Josh Hawley from Missouri has sort of put forth on Twitter as the line of argument that he's going to go down, which is that there are some really bad pedophiles and child pornography ring leaders where she has argued as part of her work on the Sentencing Commission for some less harsh sentences at certain times and therefore allowing Hawley and his fellow Republicans to start crafting this soft on crime narrative. Now, if you look at the totality of the way the Sentencing Commission works, the fact that a lot of the recommendations that the Sentencing Commission made that Katanji Brown-Jackson was part of were actually unanimous. That, of course, is totally left by the wayside because it doesn't fit into the Republicans' political goal here. Here is Josh Hawley. Now, I will note that some have said that the federal sentencing guidelines are too harsh on child sex crimes, especially child pornography. I've heard that argument a lot in recent days. I'll just be honest. I can't say that I agree with that. But I just want you to hear just a smattering from the senators today so you can see how each side is shaping up for this big moment. First, you're going to hear from Democrats Amy Klobuchar and Cory Booker. You have the experience and record of a jurist who is dedicated to the fair application of the law, committed to consensus, and determined to make sure that the court and the Constitution work for the people of today. Today, to me, is a day of joy. I cannot tell you how happy I am. Today, we should rejoice because President Biden nominated someone that we've heard to be the 116th associate judge of the Supreme Court who is extraordinarily talented and who also happens to be a black woman. And now you'll hear from the ranking member, Republican of Iowa, Chuck Grassley and Lindsey Graham. I've distinguished between two types of nominees who have worked in criminal cases. There are Bill of Rights attorneys who want to protect defendants' constitutional rights. Then there are what I've called criminal defense lawyers who disagree with our criminal laws. They want to undermine laws that they have policy disagreements with. And, of course, that's a very important difference. We're all racist if we ask hard questions. It's not going to fly with us. We're used to it by now, at least I am. So it's not going to matter a bit to any of us. We're going to ask you what we think you need to be asked. And even in these very polarized partisan times, the White House has been trying for weeks now to put this Jackson nomination in a much more bipartisan light. They've rolled out the support from very conservative Republican-appointed judges like Mike Ludig. And today, Judge Thomas Griffith, a conservative jurist, well-respected in conservative legal circles, actually introduced Judge Jackson at her hearings. You could hear in Judge Jackson's opening statement her desire to rise above the partisan fray. I decide cases 
from a neutral posture. I evaluate the, the facts and I interpret and apply the law to the facts of the case before me without fear or favor, consistent with my judicial oath. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.